Hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Stacks. If you're joining us for the first time, we're a podcast dedicated to cinema, old and new, the good and the bad. You find us in the middle of what we're tentatively calling Kung Fu February. Kung February. I prefer, I, I prefer Kung Fu. Okay, yeah. Well, choose, choose the best name possible here. Uh, today we're going to talk about the 1972 martial arts movie Hapkido, directed by Wong Fung for the Golden Harvest Studio. Stephen, Hapkido. Hapkido. Um, so we Hapkido. We talked a bunch about kung fu movies recently, and mm. my first note of this movie was to name another movie that I hadn't mentioned previously, which was oh I forgot mm. to mention that I love this movie. And then when watching okay. this film, it went from being I'm reminded of this film to being like. Is is this a remake of this film? Is 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 this a remake of Fist of Fury? Yes. Okay. Yes, it absolutely. <laughs> I is. thought so. Uh, which is which is which is very strange. I couldn't really get into the the production bones here. I tried to search why they chose to do like a sort of like female led Fist of Fury remake mm. in the same year that Fist of Fury came out. Like they're both 1972. So that's what further confused me because I was just like, and then mm. I remember saying this is the version of Fist of Fury. So I was like, I rolled with it, but I didn't really understand. <laughs> No, it's, it's it's strange. I don't really understand why, but uh, yeah, it it works as like a basic retelling like a, of a, a better <laughs> movie, I'd say. But, like the um, B side too. There you go. This is the yeah, the Taylor's version. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, strange. I I mean, <clears throat> Fist of Fury is an absolutely fantastic movie. Um, mm. Really, really love that film. Um, friend of the show and of all, um, Diego got me to watch that movie, and I absolutely loved it. Oh, nice. Um, and I feel. The strengths of that movie as a film and as like a text, as opposed to vehicle for fighting mm. scenes, I feel yeah, yeah. far outweigh um, the strengths of Hapky yes. Do. But the Hapky Do mm. in Hapky Do and the fact that everyone says Hapky Do every third line, which I really, <laughs> really enjoy. Um, it, yeah. I read somewhere from Justin DeClue that it seems the Hapky Do's, at least in one of the dubs, were dubbed in later because people said Kung makes Fu sense. I, every I, time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The, the, the dub we watched, I feel like, is a newer dub. Yeah, it sounded new- quite fresh and, you know, uh, like restored audio-wise. So I don't know if we watched the same as as Justin there, but... Uh, it is as an older dub fun. that sounds way more fun, where it just is the same mm. person going, Happy you do? It's the same person, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, which lot, I want to charm watch. To, uh, there's a charm to old kung fu dubs, where it's just the same two, usually people that sound like Eric Idle, I've noticed, um, yeah, dubbing yeah, yeah. voices. Um. But yeah, this is this is Fist of Fury without the restraint of Fist of Fury. Bruce Lee movies are a lot of stoicism and slowly staggering towards big moments of action, whereas yeah. this one it's more uh, peppered throughout with fight scenes in between the sort of Imperial Korea Jap- Japan stuff. Which is not as well articulated as it is in Fist of Fury and not as hardcore as no. it is in Fist of Fury, but it's still like no. a, a lightly anti-imperious layer that, that I still appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, what yeah. I will say, though, is I, I agree with you it's a bit more full-on, but for me it's a little bit in a middle ground between like the kind of like, dare I say, more like artistic restraint of the more conventionally cinematic of the, the Bruce Lee film and then the mm. full-on like gore fest or like blood fest or something else. Um, mm-hmm. There is some like on the edge of like bone snapping fights in this yeah they're never yeah, quite yeah. bone snappy and i was like i would no. i would prefer it to go more full-on or to be fist of fury mm. yeah it's it's a middle ground i'd say yeah. i um it's a good service of like a showcase for angela mao i'd say it's like one of her first she's awesome. sort of like leading films and 
fans of Bruce Lee and movies in general will recognize her as Bruce Lee's sister in Enter the Dragon. Okay. Um, which w- these these films were filming like concurrently at the yes. same time on like uh, the the Golden Harvest sets, I believe. And it's interesting, like so many films came out from Golden Harvest in '72, and they all seem to be just working on them at the same time, which is why they kind of all bleed together mm. in this sort of like kung fu stew. Even some of the ones that came out later that year, starring Angela Mao, like Lady Whirlwind, I still get those all confused together because they're so concentrated because these these were just churned out as and when so so this has got her and and she she's she's brilliant i think she's a little bit underused um yeah uh, especially, especially towards the end where um you know it's the final showdown and then they just throw another man into the mix to uh, <laughs> to help her out yeah yeah, um, yeah. Um, she's but a woman so who cannot do it we also very notably have summer hong who we'll talk about again mm-hmm. but also yep. a very very young extra role from jackie chan Jackie Chan and Yun Bao both play, uh, well, they're both sort of like extras and stunt people in the, in yeah. the background here. And I think that's kind of a favor from Samo. Um, okay. Samo got his star in the industry a bit, a couple years earlier than both Jackie and Yun Bao, who's a little bit older. Yeah. Um, during their peaking opera schools, he was sort of like the, uh, what they called big brother of the school. So he okay. was sort of like the second under under their master there. And I, I like to think that reading a couple of Jackie's books, that Samo kind of helped them out here, just gave them mm. a bit of like stunt work to help them like break into the industry a bit further, get a few a few credits to the name, so to speak. Yeah, it's kind of blink and miss. You, you, if you're looking for them, you'll find them. Yes. If you're just watching the movie, you won't see them. That was um, exactly my couple... experience. I was reading some mm. stuff beforehand. There was like, "There's Jackie Chan," so I kept an eye out for. Yeah, black yeah, bear yeah. student uh, I was like, oh god yeah, that is Jackie yes, Chan yes there he is yeah yeah he's the same in Enter the Dragon um, he gets thrown through a wall at some point but oh no Bruce Lee snaps his neck in Enter the Dragon and he gets thrown through a wall in Fist of Fury perhaps oh, uh, cool. he's just, he's just in the mix he's always in the mix um, but yeah this is a Sammo Hung choreographed movie and cool. a lot of well most of the fights you get a sense of Hung's sort of creative flair here it's very sort of basic stuff very well the, the Hapkido style is sort of a uh, a, a hybrid martial art okay. based based from, like founded in Korea and sort of morphed through the Hong Kong style a lot of grappling a lot of throwing kicks and punches and there's a little bit of environmental Kung Fu here that I'd say Samo would like perfect later it in his career. Seems you know, things to like... my uninitiated <clears throat> eye, a lot of kind of like parrying and riposting, a lot of like mm. like big, a lot a of back group, a lot of group fights in this, which I do enjoy. Of it, yes, just one yes. person stands in the middle and is just like blocking and parrying and taking mm-hmm. down by people. Mm-hmm. We just have plenty of time. So, you have watched a bunch of kung fu films. Wh- mm. Why did you pick this one? What 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 separates this, this one... or distinguishes it? I, I I watched this for the first time last year, and I I wanted to sort of highlight a, the the underside of the popular uh, Hong Kong cinema scene of the seventies, just because everyone knows Enter the Dragon, and Enter the Dragon was such like a cultural touchstone and such like a you know a landmark moment for this uh, industry, this type of movie making, just to highlight what was happening on the other side, maybe movies that didn't quite make the yeah. jump over to the West. And just like a female starring one as well, yep. because uh, I've I've seen quite a, f- a quite a few kung fu movies, and like trying to find good, well produced, um, non voyeuristic <laughs> kung fu films that star women is often a problem. Yeah. 
Um, there, there can be men. This is almost there. This is almost there for this that. This is almost there, yeah. <laughs> there it, are a couple of bits. There's a bit towards the beginning, which is just like, oh, wow, okay. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. A lot, that's the problem. Like, a lot of, uh, re-watching a lot of kung fu films, and especially kung fu comedies, you are sort of grinning and, like, gritting your teeth throughout yeah. some, like, sex comedy stuff, and it's always just a bit of a pain to get through. But it's just... I mean, it's indefensible, but it's part of the culture of the time, and blah, 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 blah. And Angela Mao deserved a better career than I think she had. I think yeah. she was a wonderful uh, martial artist. And seeing on, like, her letterboxed page, didn't have that many credits, but she was an awesome fighter. And if not, the like the, the, the trio here, Carter Wong, Sammo Hung, and Angela Mao, uh, the dynamics between them all are a little bit wooden. Uh, there's not really much yeah. in the way of personality oh, between the trio. I mean, Sammo Hung's playing kind of just like this moody teen <laughs> with like this, these reckless tendencies towards It's all presence arts. from him, though, isn't it? I was like, I, 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 mm. this is my first proper Sammo Hung, I would say. I've been like. Which is interesting because this is nothing like the Sammo that we as a society know and love. So this is very understated. This is. Uh, this this could kind of be anyone. Uh, there's not really like, many hung-isms to the performance, I'd say. Choreography-wise, sure, there's there's a lot of bumbling, a lot of tumbling, um, a lot of acrobatic sort of stuff. But his actual portrayal, I don't think he really comes into his own until he gets more in that kung fu comedy mindset, similar with Jackie Chan. I just he just had a very kind of like a very physical presence though that I, I don't ex- mm. expect from the martial arts I've seen. Like he, mm. that kind of like a stoic's the wrong word, but the the standing there and just taking it and throwing things mm. back. It's a very different approach. Yeah. I'm very much used to the more kind of like the agile, the live, the bouncing around. There's a different kind mm. of like impact from him. I mean, yeah, he's got a, a larger build, which like links mm. to like a different, more like, there's more heft to the fighting, which actually is really, really cool. Yes. And I really, really yeah. enjoyed that. Like uh, he throws that, that weight around. It's really like, like incredibly athletic and just like, and just, mm. just oh, go it, for it. Some of his, some right. of his later films when I, I, you know, he'd say his build is a little bit bigger, but his athleticism mm. is also like off the charts. Like, I mentioned on, um, I think, our Kung Fu recommendations episode, I'm currently watching this TV show, Martial Law, yeah. which is yeah, set in the 90s. So he's yeah. like in his like 40s or you know early 50s or something, and he's flipping over cars and doing all sorts of stuff in like a suit, and it's crazy, the athleticism on display. So that, I, I felt like I got him. I, it's, it's interesting that this is like a, a, a lesser in terms of like cult of personality yeah. for him, but mm. I was like, I get the appeal of you as a... I was like, you are different to watch... Um, yes, exactly. In the same way and that like, Bruce Lee is different to watch, so that Jackie Chan is different. Yeah. To watch. I was like, ah, you do this thing. Different. Then. Yes, yeah. They come from. They come to uh, action choreography from a different angle, storytelling wise and like visually. Yeah. Um, Bruce Bruce fight scenes are mainly Bruce dominating very quickly, very yeah. sharp cut kicks and things like that. Jackie, it's all on the floor. He's falling around. He's tumbling everywhere. Samo, he's sort of just in the middle, which um, I really like as a central port the central point uh, yeah i mean like so many kung fu movies where you'll have like a showdown and it's like a man in the middle of a ring taking yeah dudes on one by one by one <laughs> yeah yeah it's like dynasty warriors like we're gonna keep throwing people at you and you're just in the middle being like yes bam go 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 so there's, there's a real <laughs> rhythm to it so we're rhythm to it yes that, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that I enjoy. Um, and there isn't much in the way of the direction that sort of complements some of the fight choreography. No, there are it's a very couple, a couple prosaically of, like, made film, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a reason I haven't really clung on to the name of uh, the director here. 
um wong fung he's done a couple of films for the golden harvest studio but none massively like impactful um i mean lady whirlwind is a hell of a name for a movie and it's not very long so that looks uh, looks yes i do want to see that one another angela mao one i've seen is the tournament which was a couple of years after this and um plays off sort of the enter the dragon formula a little bit as well um it's strange having a riff on fist of fury in the same year yeah um uh, very same, strange to have them so close together and so stylistically, I'd say, different. Because yes. I, I do believe, as we mentioned, there is more of a slower build in Fist of Fury. And this one is kind of just sort of straight into it. Every five, ten minutes there's a fight. It's yeah. sort of like set up like a musical where you have your expositional sort of dialogue you have your your set building or whatever, and then you have the sequence, then you have the aftermath of that, then you have the build up to the next one, and then it keeps going in that sort of format, which can be uh, a little overbearing, can be a bit uh, monotonous. It's incidental, points, isn't it? It is. It just mm. kind of just happens out there. It's, it's, it goes back to Fist of Fury is definitively about something, and like it sticks in my mind mm. because like the narrative and the place and some of the character work stays with me. This is a sequence of fight scenes I always mm, enjoyed peppered. and feel internally mm. different. Um, so it mm-hmm. doesn't feel yes. overly repetitious. Um, mm. But I go back to the point of being like, I think the filmmaking around it is uninteresting, but presentation in a way that, that, that lets the choreography um, speak and the choreography is very mm. good. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, and the wider narrative as well doesn't have the impact of the heft that no. um, Bruce Lee's commanding presence in Fist of Fury and the way that the narrative there is strung along with the whole um uh, the china the china man is the sick man of asia and the whole sort of like uh racism within the asian communities there there's there's bits of that but not it's, really yeah, it's quite unclear that. as well and i've mm-hmm. the, the dub oh, does, I mean, I, doesn't I'm, help certainly i'm no expert on the you know the, the, the japanese <laughs> occupation of korea but <laughs> i was sort of uh trying to fleet around just trying to work out why it was the, the chinese in korea under the japanese rule I mean, I'm a bit blurry on the the actual political history there, but that was that was not really quite well defined for me. But then, obviously, they returned to China to set up their own school. Um, more bandits, more badness to happen, and it's just weirdly like I know I'm not meant to come across as overly anti-Japanese, and obviously, it's it's a response to the Japanese occupation. It's yeah. weird how they try and it's a, it's a tight line to try and walk. I'd say I'd like a. Yeah, I'm 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 always interested in movies that are specifically anti-imperial Japan, mm. um, which is, is nice. And, and and finally, that's an excuse to make just kind of like a a, a cool kind of movie. Um, but it just this film has one interest, and that interest is Hapkido, and it's just it is just finding mm-hmm. ways to get that. And I think the the layer is enough, the vagueness is enough to keep it relatively like inoffensive, but give mm. it a degree of like urgency, a degree of momentum. Um, and I do really enjoy the amount of time people say Hapkido. My Hapkido, <laughs> your Hapkido. How oh, how's your Hapkido doing? I have some Hapkido. Is starting a new Hapkido school? The Hapkido in my Hapkido. Is this Hapkido? I've not Hapkido. Have you Hapkido today? That is deeply, deeply invigorating. To yeah, me. it's because it, it's the same as um, what's the Japanese style? It's like Aikido. 
Okay. Ah, I think ah. it's it's based it's based somewhere around the same thing, and like they're just fun words to say, very fun styles to talk about and hear. It brings the locks and breaks of Tai Chi with some other wushu forms, and one day I'm gonna have like it's this visually interesting. It is visually it is interesting. visually interesting. Um, narratively, it serves a purpose as fighting. Yes, and the wider narrative itself is bare bones, and it's an okay showcase for the central three: Carter Wong. Um, Carter Wong, who's a name you'll you'll see fleeting around sort okay. of lower mid mid budget um, kung fu productions. Um, on the kung fu recommendation podcast, I briefly talked about Joseph Kyo. He pops up a lot in films like Born Invincible and Return yeah. of the Eighteen Bronze Men. Oh which gosh. If, if you've ever wanted to see a film series where people are eighteen beat bronze up men. Eight, eighteen statues of bronze men, then that, that's a film series for you. I mean, I'm not against it, certainly. I mean, I, it, it, it theoretically just, interests wi- me. It's wild to have these backdoor sort of like backlot productions where it's just yeah. loads of dudes painted gold for a couple of weeks to film fight scenes. It's very strange. Like, like, like that it's a like, River Beast hate- Kung Fu movie. <laughs> yes. Frank Stone. Frank Stone, professional martial artist. The 18th Chamber is of Frank Stone, professional yeah, martial artist. I'd, 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 I'd be very that. into that. I'd be very, very into that. Um, so I think my my, my other takeaway is, is I did enjoy it, and I'm I am glad mm. to have watched it. it. It I think filled the niche to me of that thing I want of more perfectly functional uh, martial arts mm. movies because yeah. I do I do get a bit worried sometimes that like just constantly watching the cream of the crop all the time is is great but mm-hmm. doesn't give you well, a, a wider yeah, view. I think I've got an idea for next next episode as well. I just want to try and showcase the the different sides yeah. of this you know very big industry. So next week. Uh, I'm gonna try and go uh, schlocky. I'm gonna go really schlocky just cool. to show you like the exp- exploitation side of things and how that differs so much from the the premier prestige pictures, the the middling lower ones, and then you've got the bottom of the bottom people just making this in their back door, you know, um, Bruce exploitation, all that sort yeah. of stuff. And then yeah, there's just so much to this world, and there's so many like tiers and corners. So it's it's interesting to, just to open one up and see what it's doing in that day i think the thing that interests me is that martial arts movies are so traditionally because of distribution b movies to us uh yes like, like it, grindhouse pictures yeah like, exactly yeah. so it's, it's fun to see the b movie of the b movie like like the, the b side the like yes, the the, the real like the, c the more side, the, the more down grady stuff of that is is, mm. is is a tempting proposition um, um i'll probably I'll, I'll write a little list a couple and get you to pick which ones you okay. or which one you think would be the most interesting to talk about. All the ones you just, like. I need to see this. I need to see um, based on wildest names. Like... Fight Dracula or something. So. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Um, so <coughs> if I wanted to get a, a proper taste of Sam Hung, and I've done recommendations before. Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. What what mm. should be my not even the best, but will like watch be my path next, of attack now? Yeah. If I'm Sammo Hung. Okay, let me, let me, let me, Sammo Hung. If everyone, everybody wants a Sammo Hung tonight. Uh, I should have called him Sammo Young, because he's very young in this film. Yes. That is one of my notes. Sorry, yes. I didn't get to that yeah, earlier. Yeah. Um, um, we'll so edit that in earlier. Is... Remember that bit earlier, Jack, when you said Sammo Young? <laughs> Remember we what really, I said that funny We thing. really enjoyed that gag. Um, the audience oh, went wild for it. So, um, I mean, he's got so many early credits that I have just not seen because he's just an extra, yeah. just a, a journeyman. Like 230 some credits here that I can see. Hapkido, Lady Whirlwind, they're sort of his main like debut ones this is kind of his debut as well into the dragon you've seen yep. um which he's only in for i don't know 90 seconds yeah i, I, think I did not to... remember him being in it but then i was not aware of him when i watched it i've seen it a couple of times though. um two 
see the real emergence of Sammo Hung, I'd recommend a movie called Warriors 2. Not Warriors 1. Not Warriors 1, but Warriors 2 from 1978. Yeah. Um... And his other standout, wow, this is me, this is Sammo Hung on display, is 1979's The Magnificent Butcher. That's a good um, Oh, I can see Which that is the here. year after, this is the year after Drunken Master, and that is Sammo's sort of Drunken Master moment. That's sort of the, the starring emergence, really. And it's from the same director, Yun Wu Ping, who yeah. we constantly talk about. Uh, you've got some Yun Bo in there as well. And... Uh, very engaging, very creative fight scenes. Funny, nothing overly problematic that I'm currently remembering. Oh no, wait! I'm just just reading the description now and realizing it's got sexual assault in it. So there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, of course. Uh, it's it, it's always a fifty fifty split. Yeah. <laughs> it's have, I'm like oh, probably seventy thirty. Um, um, Warriors two and the Magnificent Butcher would be interesting films Warriors to hear. Stevens Samo takes on. But that's still when he's operating fully in like primordial kung fu mode. When you get into like the eighties and nineties stuff, when he is toying with different genres, that's yeah. really interesting. Is like that Eastern your Millionaires Condors. Express stuff? Yes, his western and Millionaires that Express is his western. Eastern Condors is like his Men on a Mission Vietnam movie, Dragons Forever. Oh, so many good films. Yeah, Dragons and Forever. Cover... I, have, I have I have heard of. Um, mm, that's that's like the last of the big three. That's Samo, Jackie, and Yun Bao's like final moment together in the sun one of my faves okay okay so yeah for now that has been happy keto to you as well so from all of us here at the eagle happy school mm. um who hate the black bear school hate the black bear school they don't say happy as well as i say happy <laughs> so this is a podcast obviously about happy uh, developed through oppression and next week we'll have something a lot sillier probably a lot worse but cool fun. always fun always fun always fun so as always you can jump over to the patreon we have a patreon where yep. we release episodes of different podcast subseries like let's try that again uh, we also have commentary tracks lists the occasional video or two you can go to patreon.com forward slash the stats yeah. on film if you want to help support us produce more podcasts and videos and all please that do. good please do. Please do. stuff Stephen, anything else today of um, all days no 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 i don't no, think so absolutely i don't think not. i've got anything even slightly tangentially related and no uh i could I probably go through some let me see if i've got any kung fu films that i could recommend that i've watched in the past week probably <laughs> oh i watched face off again that's not a kung fu movie but it's a john woo movie and that movie rules that is a good movie that is a good movie i also rewatched hard boiled i'm in a john woo moment <sighs> i'm having a little john woo moment and i'm having a, w- a wonderful time with it as well hard boiled is very very good hard Bo- and um what rewatched hard target with john claude van damme I have never so seen that's that. always fun i've never seen it that. is silly and the American woo that you'd want, which is just over the top, overzealous. Okay. Anyway, go to the Patreon, send us money, we'll give you podcasts, <laughs> all that good stuff. Follow <laughs> us on Listen Twitter. Listen if you want to, but most of all, send us money. <laughs> Follow us on all the things. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned, stay locked to the thing. Same stack thing. channel, same stack time. Stay in tap time and don't let, let the, the shivers, shivers beast get you. get you. I'm telling you, it's going to take the world by storm. It it's going to catch I've, I've heard that on the street. I walked on the street and I hear these people chanting, don't let the, the shivers street. beast get you. 
And Don't I go, oh, wow, Shivers you said that the podcast? I go, what is a podcast? And then they leave. <laughs> Don't know the Shivers Keys best you think. It wasn't the Hapkido with a stats. Hapkido? 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 You could redub this entire movie with just Hapkido and you'd lose nothing. Hapkido? Like it's Pokemon. It's like Hapkido? Like a Pokemon. Hapkido? Hapkido? Like an odd man short. Yes, it would be better that way. And it's still good. Good better with more Hapkido. Don't let the Hapkido go. Oh, dude, please do. Let's